And now your host, Matt and Brandon. Hello, my name is Matt, and with me as always is Brandon, usually on a road trip, but today is not a road trip. Today we are reviewing the best of 2023, which I know we only recorded, let's see, starting in September. So we just have a few months of the best, but we did want to cover that and also address the elephant in the room, Brandon, which is, I said this earlier, we're still so young in our podcast that people aren't subscribing. They just search for, and maybe in general, they come across our podcast by searching for specific theme parks or amusement parks. And they're like, oh, this podcast covered that. And so they'll listen to it. I'm guessing this will be one of those episodes that people will just go by. But if you're here, thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for saying something, Brandon. I wanted to make sure people knew you were really there and that wasn't talking to myself. You are not alone. How are you doing, Brandon? I'm doing pretty good. I don't care. Okay, let's get going. (laughs) Just kidding. Doing pretty good? Yeah. It was a good year? Not Not a bad year. I guess actually when this comes out, It is 2024, so Happy New Year to you, listener. And uh, we look forward to covering some real bangers coming up. Some real bangers. Yeah. We got to cover the big boys to uh, catch people's attention. It turns out- big boys to make some noise. Yeah. It turns out when you do small parks like the North Pole in Colorado and people don't know about it, they're just not going to listen because they don't, they don't recognize it. That's not how you and I operate. Anyway, like I said, today we are covering the best of 2023, and we covered some pretty incredible parks, including Knobles, Silver Dollar City, Dollywood, Enchanted Forest, all the Christmas parks we covered, like Holiday World, Haunted Houses, all that stuff. So we got a lot to cover. And we're going to start out with the best coaster that we discussed. So when I say best roller coaster, Brandon, anything come to your mind? No, it's one of those days. Well, I got you covered. Because I think some of the best coasters that we covered is Phoenix from Knobles, which is often a golden ticket awardee, awardee, award winner. (laughs) Awardee. I like awardee better. We also have Time Traveler, which was really cool from Silver Dollar City. The Voyage. And that one was in Holiday World in the Thanksgiving section. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I really had to think about that. And Lightning Rod from Dollywood. So, Brandon... I guess these are our categories. I don't know if we're determining which one's best, but these are just the best ones we talked about. From your memory, which one? Uh, these are tough. Do you have a, a specific one you would want to ride over the rest of them? I think you already know the answer to this. And I would Time give traveling? it to Lightning Rod. Oh, well, apparently I didn't know the answer to that. I thought maybe Time Wait. Traveler because of the theme. Well, hold on, hold on. Is Lightning Rod? No, no. I, I, I might be misunderstanding. Lightning Rod, which one is that? Is that just a normal roller coaster? That's at Dollywood, where you shoot up the lift hill. Oh, well, uh, scratch that. Um, I don't know. I guess Time Traveler probably would take the cake. That one does look really cool. It's tough because they're different. Phoenix, of course, is well-known as a wooden coaster, a lot of airtime. But the Voyage in Holiday World has more airtime and is a long coaster. It is a long ride, and it's really cool. So. But I think I'm going to go with Lightning Rod at Dollywood, even though actually, well, they're changing it for 2024. So it used to be you would launch up the lift hill and they're changing that because it had so many issues to uh, just a really fast lift hill. So it still will be fast, but it's not going to be a launch. So for my answer for 2023, it'd be Lightning Rod, but that might change for 2024, although we won't be reviewing it in 2024. So 
we'll see. Right. <laughs> There's, we probably won't review the same places we've already done. No, that would, <laughs> that'd be a really bad, like, well, I guess we reviewed our favorite. Let's, uh, let's review them again. Let's do it again. Because people didn't listen the first time. Maybe they'll listen the second time. <laughs> that reminds me of a quick side tangent. Tom Petty in like junior high had this band and they had like three songs and they played it and everybody was cheering for an encore. And so they just played the three songs over again. <laughs> I love that story he tells. I went to a concert one time, this band that broke up and got back together. And the band had more songs, but the original lead singer when he was with them, sorry, this, this is a confusing story. So this lead singer was with this band. Then he left the band and they got a new lead singer and they released new music, but he wasn't going to go back and sing their old stuff when he came back to the band. So then we had an EP and they had this big reunion show in California. So I went out there and then it got to the point where I think they played their first song was their big hit. And then they completed the set playing through the whole album. And then people called for an encore. They're like, well, I guess we'll just play that one song again. No <laughs> so, way. Similar, but everybody was super happy to hear the song for a second time. So it wasn't, it wasn't bad. That's pretty funny. All right. I think that wraps up best coasters. We're going to talk about the best walkthrough attractions, which is our bread and butter at our age, which isn't very old, but we love walkthrough attractions. I don't know what it is that's so appealing to us about them. Did I say that right? So appealing about them to us. Why they appeal us. So for the walkthrough attractions, I put down Grandfather's Mansion, Silver Dollar City, the Haunted House at Enchanted Forest, and all of Enchanted Forest was a walkthrough. The 13th Gate in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and Hell's Gate in somewhere near Chicago, Illinois. I can't remember what it was called, the city, but near Chicago. And this is a tough one because there are so many good ones. Oh, okay. It's not a tough one. For you, it's going to be the 13th Gate. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead and take my thing. Oh, I was guessing. Oh, okay. Yeah, it would be the 13th Gate because... I actually walked through one of these and it was the 13th gate. So can I give it to anybody else? No, you are the only one that made an official trip for the podcast this year. Yeah. Come on, dude. You need to give some effort to the podcast. I mean, I I made this trip. This trip was planned 100% with the podcast in mind. No, no other intentions. Right. So, yep. Mm -hmm. But no, it's uh, number one. It was. The one I actually did in number two, even if I hadn't gone through it, it still is amazing. And I think you can, you can share those, those feelings, just how cool this haunted house is. Yeah. I am very jealous. It sounds awesome. Since I didn't walk through any of these, this one's tough for me because the grandfather's mansion was really cool. Kind of a fun house style. There's the upside down room and the sideways room and all the things like that. Haunted house at Enchanted Forest. DIY, I, why do I struggle with this? DIY, DIY, yeah, DIY, <laughs> DIY, DIY, do it yourself. Why do I struggle with that? DIY, walk through haunted house. There's no actors are in there, but from what I've seen, it is very creepy. And according to Ghost Adventures, it's very haunted. <laughs> uh, there's a little kid reaching out to us. I think that was like in the they were in that haunted house and they heard a voice of a little kid or something anyway that one's really cool if i had to walk through one of these it would be hell's gate and and not just because it's a haunted house it's not like our love for haunted houses 
but the theming that goes into that and the story that it tells is just incredible. So yeah, maybe that'll be our expense trip for 2024. Hey, we, we would have a reason to cover uh, something a second time if that was the case. Yeah. If you would like to help pay for that trip, I'm just, <laughs> I'm kidding. Go to Magic Candle Company. Share your Venmo. <laughs> yeah, go buy just a bunch of Magic Candle Company stuff. No, just just Venmo us. That's probably the best way. Oh, Venmo. So uh, I, I will never get to that point. All right. Well, that's uh, the best walkthrough attractions. I don't think we missed any. Hope not. I mean, we didn't talk about Dollywood or Dolly Parton's tour bus. I guess I could have put that in there or her childhood home. I guess I could have put that in there, but I didn't. Nothing to write home about, I guess, unless you're really interested in that stuff. We're moving on to the best food item. And I could not think of the food items we discovered <laughs> or discussed. So I have gator bites from Knobles because that stood out to me. I think that's funny in Pennsylvania. The big food item is gator bites. I don't know about a ton of gators in Pennsylvania, but we also have cinnamon bread and Dollywood. And if I remember correctly, Dollywood and Knobles goes back and forth on best food award for the Golden Ticket Awards. Was it Dollywood? I think it's Dollywood, not Silver Dollar City. Although I imagine food at Dollywood and Silver Dollar City would be similar since it's owned by the same people. But And the last food item that I could not leave out is Dippin' Dots. <sighs> Specifically, uh, Dollywood had a bunch of spots for Dippin' Dots, including an Airstream trailer. That had Dippin' Dots. So Brandon, if you could only have one food item, one treat out of these three, what would it be? Well, if you want to get technical, I did eat something at 13th Gate. You didn't include that one. I did have deep fried Oreos. Oh, dang. So. Powdered sugar on them? Of course. Of course. Oh, man, I, I love had some those. of those bad boys. Um, you know, it's not my most favorite treat in the world, I wouldn't say, but I did actually have it, so. Maybe I'd say that's the best. Wouldn't be Gator Bites because Gator Bites are disgusting. Cinnamon bread, it sounds amazing. That would probably be my assumption because it definitely is not Dipping Dots. Now listen here, bud. Dipping Dots. I have finally tasted this thing. No way. What did you think? What yes. was, well, first of all, what the flavor did official, you get? The official Dipping Dots, okay? okay? Because you, we had a whole thing where I ate some fake Dipping Dots in the podcast and you said no it's not the real thing it's not amazing i went to a play and they offered them there so i thought you know what as good a time as the present i'm not gonna wait till i get to dollywood to try them so i got myself some banana split Ooh, good choice and it was a bad choice because they were nothing good do you you like banana split in general um i do like banana split yeah it's pretty good okay so you're not a fan of banana split was it the flavor or was it the ice cream I just, I, I come back to, man, it doesn't do it for me. I don't, I don't see the appeal of Dippin' Dots. I think they are the lowest tier of ice cream variety. And I stand by that. Even, even the other day, I found some cookie dough Dippin' Dots, which <gasps> are the ones you recommended to me. Yeah, because you like cookie dough. I like cookie dough. I was able to tolerate cookie dough a little bit more, but I still come back to ice cream doesn't need to be in those little, those little balls. But it's fun. I wouldn't want to eat ice cream that way every day. Let me put it this way. You can have churros anywhere. You you can buy them and make them at your house. Sure. You're going to go to Disneyland and they're going to taste the exact same. But those churros are better, right? Because it's a Disneyland churro. They're the same. Sorry, people, yeah, but, but they're the same. 
I don't know if I'd say they're they're really that good either. Okay. Well, I, you'll you'll still understand my analogy. Maybe the first one you have there, just just cracking the crack of the morning. Yeah. Eat that first churro. Yeah, it's going to be special because you're in Disneyland. But again, it's not the not the best churro in the world. Exactly. But it's still better because it's at Disneyland. So here's my point right, about dipping dots. I, it's not like I would have dipping dots at my house, and that's my favorite ice cream, and that's all I'd want to eat. It's the novelty of it. You're out. When I get Dippin' Dots, I'm usually out at the zoo or I'm at a hockey game. So it's exciting because it's different and that makes them taste better. Is That's all I'm saying. Know. I don't know. That's Maybe it's because you didn't like the play. It left a bad taste <laughs> in your mouth. And then I didn't like the ride home from the store when I ate the Dippin' Dots, the cookie dough ones. Yeah. I mean, well, so those ones are at the store, so you can't fully... That one oh, doesn't okay. count. You're putting a lot Holy. of caveats on this. So yeah, what I'm hearing course. is the reason the Dippin' Dots are good is because the places you normally have them are special. Yeah, it's because a novelty thing. Good. No, they're good. It's just a novelty thing. Like I can't get this at home, which you can, but I think I can't get these at home. We're out. We're doing something. This is fun. These are good. You are a big fan of the novelty, even down to... Maybe a peanut butter and jelly isn't your favorite thing in the world. But if you're yeah. eating it at Disneyland, gosh dang it, that's the best tasting peanut butter and jelly sandwich you've ever had. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly right. And yes, I did have peanut butter and jelly at Disneyland when we went in November. I think I've come to a conclusion that your logic is flawed. Okay. It's well, flawed. And Dippin' Dots are a fraud. Dippin' Dots, worst ice cream variety. Okay. Worse than frozen yogurt that they called. Or not frozen yogurt. I take that back. You know, the really cheap kind of ice cream where if you look at it, it's actually not ice cream. No. It's uh like frozen. It's like frozen cream, but it's not ice cream. Never mind. Oh, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> anyway. What's the, right. what's the best ice cream variety then? Just a straight up a cone, waffle cone? Ooh, dang. Probably. Because that doesn't get is good. That's good. Wherever you go, a theme yeah. park, a, a zoo, wherever it is. That's Even good. A, a circus or a county a fair. <laughs> what circuses exist anymore? I think Barnum and Bailey's is still. No. They just don't have elephants. No, they're done. They're done. Okay. Okay. I take the circus back. Okay. A county fair though. Notorious for having you have it, though. terrible food. doesn't matter where you have the ice cream. I mean, I'm the not going to say uh, a waffle cone. Um, you know, some people might not like waffle cone, but if you have an ice cream cone, it's going to be good wherever you have it at the store, at the fair, at your house, doesn't matter. It's going to be good. But Dippin' Dots, only good if you're somewhere fun. And I stand by that. Okay. Agree to disagree. I might be looking for a new co host. Any of you oh. out there, if you like Dippin' Dots, just reach out amusementparkroadtrip at gmail.com. And I'm looking for a co host for my. Other podcast, Theme Park Road Trip. <laughs> Good luck with that, bud. All right. Should we move on to... I guess we don't have much of a choice. <gasps> Do you hear that music, Brandon? What? What is it? It's the best carousel museum. <laughs> museum? Why did I just say museum? <laughs> it's the best carousel section we should and go to a carousel museum that's right up our alley there is a carousel museum at knobles and that's why 
the best carousel is also at Knobles. I didn't even list the others. Dollywood had one. Silver Dollar City was so early that we weren't focused on carousels yet. So I don't, I think we just, we didn't even cover that one at all. But Knobles is the best carousel that we covered. And why is that? You want to take a guess? The brass ring. Absolutely. The brass ring. You ride around on that bad boy. Not only are you going in circles at three miles per hour. I don't know how fast carousels go. And you're riding up and down on your animal, whatever you choose. I can't remember if Knobles was only horses. But if you're riding on that outer edge, you're reaching out for that brass ring and possibly breaking a wrist or ripping a limb off. But it's worth it. Now I got to go back. Now that we have a love for carousels, I wonder if it's Calliope music. I wonder if it's all horses. Now I got to go back and do some research just for myself. I'm just going to pleasure myself with that research. (laughs) Okay. What did I say wrong? (laughs) (laughs) That's it for carousels. It was a fun year. I I do want to mention the carousel history for, I can't remember the name of the carousel, but at Santa's workshop, the North Pole in Colorado, that one had a really cool history, but it was disappointing. First of all, that they didn't play Christmas music from what I heard watching videos. And the second part was that it didn't look like it was well-maintained. So that's kind of a bummer. It wasn't as ornate and beautiful as other carousels, which I get really excited about. All right. We got seven minutes left. We've saved the best for last, Brandon. Best dark ride. We've got Black Diamond at Knobles, which was a fun one. A Bill Tracy, like not re-theme, but they bought it from New Jersey and brought it over and redid the ride. Haunted Mansion at Knobles, which I have so many thoughts about, and I'm not even going to share them. Fire in the Hole. because yeah, we only have eight minutes. Yeah. Well, now we got seven minutes. Ah. Fire in the Hole at Silver Dollar City. I couldn't leave Gobbler Getaway out of this list. It's a Sally Dark ride. It's a shooter ride. I should have also included Humbug. The Great Humbug Adventure, I think is what it was called. Mm. Yes. At Santa's Village in Jefferson, New Hampshire. Which, by the way, I must say, that was a great episode. That was a lot of fun. So, Brandon, I keep guessing yours. I'm going to ask for you to guess my favorite dark ride. I guess we left, oh, what is it called at Dollywood? Because it's not Fire in the Hole, but it's the same. Blazing Fury? Blazing Fury. How could I forget it? There's a consensus among amusement park enthusiasts that Fire in the Hole is much better than Blazing Fury. But that one was a fun one to cover as well. You got any guesses of what mine would be? I'm a little interested in why you left off the dark ride. You act well, one of the dark rides you actually went on for the first time. So I wanted to ask if if you'd like to reconsider. What is it? You went on it many times. I mean, you went to a a, a amusement park this year and and you didn't even include it. Because we didn't discuss it. Uh, We we did. We did discuss it. Oh. In in our golden ticket awards. Yeah, that, that doesn't count. All right, fine. Are you okay? Well, I don't know if you're referring to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway or Rise of the Resistance. I was talking about Rise. But yeah. Let's, uh, we'll go ahead and we'll leave that off for today. Um, so I'm going to guess Haunted Mansion for you. No. Hmm. I don't get it, Brandon. Maybe it's like a geography joke and you just got to be there to get it. I, I don't know what, I don't understand. If from my point of view, it's almost like people love it because it sucks. It's the thing to love. And like, yeah. You're not cool if you don't like it. And you're not 
an enthusiast about dark rides if you don't love it i don't get it yeah it doesn't it doesn't do it for me either i'll be honest with you yeah i would love to ride black diamond at knobles that looked incredible yeah that would be a good one but i'm gonna guess for you is that all right if i guess for you brandon go ahead fire in the hole you got it yeah what a banger i would say i'd even be so audacious to say both the old ride and the new ride would probably still be my favorite to ride my choice and i haven't even seen the new ride yet it was a close tie for me fire in the hole black diamond but i knew you would choose fire in the hole so i chose black diamond uh all right and you know what i can almost guarantee those rides will be more fun than this episode (laughs) (laughs) i do have uh some breaking news (gasps) breaking news what is it the circus is back in town my friend oh yeah tell me about it that's it it's back Okay, (laughs) it was on a hiatus and probably because of the elephant thing people didn't like the elephants well they did like them they they didn't like it because they liked them they didn't like the circus right yeah yeah that makes sense and it seems that the new iteration of Ringling Bros and Barnum and Bailey has is completely devoid of any animal involvement whatsoever that's what I thought it's all the not stunt people yeah that's probably that's what that's I think the best way to say it some yeah, people, the performers, the, the clowns, you know. You're getting shot out of a rocket. You're riding a bike across a tightrope. You're a clown yeah. that juggles. So it is a it is interesting to note that it was on a hiatus from 2017 to 2023. So it was the first year they came back and they're on tour. So you can go check them out. They are the sponsors of this podcast. Just kidding. <laughs> are they stopping here in town? They're there is a note on the website that says sign up because we're coming here soon. So they Ooh. will be coming to a town near us Ooh. very shortly. So I signed up to get alerts, but they will be in Tampa in January, Orlando in January, Jacksonville in January, a lot of Florida in January. And then they move out to other places and closest place to us. Um, so far away that it's not even worth saying it's the closest place to us. But eventually they'll be coming this way and maybe to a town near you as well. So, and probably the most important part keep your eye out for those dipping dots. <sighs> well, I think that's it. I think we've covered it. Happy New Year. Unless, Brandon, you have anything else to add? Did I miss anything big? Uh, no, I think, you know, it's it's been fun doing the podcast. I'm sad to be replaced, but really don't want to be associated with people that like dipping dots so much anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hopefully you guys have some good things to look forward to next year. And yeah, it's just creative differences, creative differences. We're still friends. Way. That's we a good have... way to say we hate each other. No, we don't hate each other. <laughs> I'm just teasing, but it, it has been a fun year doing the podcast. We've only done it for, what would you say? Was it three months, four months, Q4, 2023 and a little bit. Um, but we've got. We've got some good stuff coming up for 2024. Absolutely, so, we do. Lot to look forward to. I will say a little sneak peek. Next week will be our Christmas break. And so we're going to be recording a short episode. And we're going to change it up and do our favorite Disney facts. Our top five favorite Disney facts. Things you might not know about. Because we are both very much into the history of Disney. And specifically Disneyland we're going to be talking about. So if you're interested in that, come back next week. It'll be a shorter episode just because, again, it's our Christmas break for work and life. 
So we don't want to spend a ton of time recording and editing. But that is it for this week. We did it. Happy New Year. I hope 2024 is a great year for you. We hope it's a great year for us. We appreciate you being here. And we will see you next week on another road trip. Bye-bye, folks. 